Yachtmala! Yachtmala! Welcome back, my friends, to the Cult Film Showdown. I am your host, 8th Dan Stanadu, and I am I am pleased to be joined by my friends. And I have Jack Hall. Sup? Yo! Sup? Yo! Chillin'? Chillin'. Chillin', yeah. Sup. You know... Gotta gotta spend your sesterce somewhere, right? And uh, and so of course now we have Nick Boxer. Greetings and salutations. I'm happy to be here to join the sibilance uh, uh, season because Sybil Danning. Wow, I love these movies. <laughs> happy to be anywhere at our age, yes. But uh, yeah. and finally we have James Kata. <laughs> I'm I'm happy to be here, and I'm uh, thrilled to report that that once a volcano has gone off once, it'll never go off. <laughs> That's absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit of science to start off the episode. Science, yeah. Science. That's yeah, weird science, but uh, so yeah, as as we've mentioned, you know, we are working our way through the sibilance uh, season, which is all sibil danning all the time, which sounds like a great thing, and it really is. And uh, this episode, we are talking about the Warrior Queen movie that she does appear in, and now we are about to listen. Sit, sit down, boys and girls, and uh, and settle in. <laughs> For story time. That's, that's, that's right. Yeah. Story time with Nick Boxer as he explains Warrior Queen to us. The floor is yours, Nick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, you know, last week we did uh, Howling to Your Sister is a Werewolf, and I actually just wanted to throw up my hands to go, you know, story, what story? But. Then I watched this film and went, oh, this is what a movie feels like with no story. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what this movie is, Sybil Danu plays a warrior queen who visits Pompeii. And coincidentally, we have a young girl being sold to a brothel, a uh, slave girl being sold to a brothel, brothel in Pompeii. Then we have a series of vignettes that historically inaccurately, I believe, depict the debauchery and decadence of the Pompeii lifestyle in ancient Greece. Then a stock motion volcano explodes and anyone who's slightly evil dies. The end of the movie. Um, that that's all um, that really happens. There is a slight love story between the slave girl and a gladiator, but re and the jealousy that causes. But that's it. The, uh, I wouldn't hang a movie on that love story because it's not that interesting and it doesn't take the, up that much time. Did I only men uh, mention this movie is only an hour and ten minutes? It's super duper short. There's no question it, about it. Yeah, it, it's just a series of okay, we're gonna uh, do at least a gladiator thing, and then we're gonna do uh, another thing with the slaves that shows off breasts, and then the king of Pompeii is gonna catch some pigeons with a net. <laughs> there is as many. There is as many, I think, as a dozen cuts for this. So uh, <laughs> I mean, the one we saw. 
Yeah, something like that. It's something like a dozen cuts for this, but uh, I think the longest goes in at 79 minutes. But, uh, yeah, 70 minutes 70 minutes was plenty. Yeah, and I think that's the interesting question, right, when you talk about this movie. It's just like 79 minutes, so nine minutes. Now, what would they have filled that with, considering I think that that – of the 70 minutes, at least 10 minutes is stock footage from something else. <laughs> I tell you one thing, Civil uh, Danny better not have been paid by the by the word, otherwise she is not making much money in this sucker. Well, there's a, there's I think there's an honest like 15 minutes where they don't say any words and and everything is just is just actions like and like head like head swooshes and stuff like that where it's just like. Uh, yes. Okay, I assume you want me to go to the right because you have motioned your head to the right. <laughs> That's it. It's a, quite a film. I, I, I missed early on when they said it was Pompeii. So about ten minutes before the end of the movie, uh, it was like a total left turn that he, that someone's like, hey, that Mount Vesuvius, I think it might erupt. I'm like, are they in Pompeii? <laughs> So you catch all the like we're gonna stare at the volcano. Well, there's lots of volcanoes. Like, (laughs) I mean, but I mean, they don't even talk about it being a volcano. They just look like a. They're just looking at a mountain for like a huge chunk of this movie. (laughs) If you don't know if it's if you miss that it's Pompeii, they're just looking at a mountain. And I'm like, is that is that the movie I'm watching? Like, am I watching the end? Of, is that what's actually happening? And then yes, and then the last time I was film, it's just that. Yeah, the, yeah, the, exactly. The I final. I was asked if it was. I was also asking if it was the movie I was watching. That's because I thought this was a sword and sorcery movie, and instead it's a sword and sandals movie, and those are different things. Very and good. so it. it, it yeah, it, it, it lacked the uh, special effects and the magic that I thought would make it so over-the-top crazy. I mean, it's crazy, but in a different way than I expected. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and it's it's true, because at, and at the same time, you do think to yourself, okay, Warrior Queen starring Sybil Danning from the director of Preppies. And it's like, yes. wait, how can this be, how can this go wrong in any way? And then you watch it, and you're like, hmm. Okay, so that's how. But it was a, it was a sub. There was a there wasn't enough that, uh, Fair enough. There, there was a subtle thing that I, I I didn't quite. I don't know if it didn't pay off or it was if it was too subtle. Um, at one point, Sybil Danning is trying to save this uh, slave girl, and oh she, yes, the slave girl has a necklace, and Sybil Danning says like we're of the same people, something like that. Um, so she's going to help her because, like, they're of the same tribe. Like, it's it, it, I can't even remember what words she says, but I, I couldn't tell if, like, if the implication is, is that they're Jewish or or Christians. Like, I don't or know what I don't know where that was going. Both, I, I assumed they were both the warrior both. from a warrior tribe, but that could have been just cut from a different movie. This could have been just a stock <laughs> move. Uh, stock footage movie like they had leftover scenes from something else leftover from something else yeah i i just think it was yeah i think they were maybe swedish or just whatever they're the tribe of big breasted blonde women (laughs) which is a great tribe like wherever the hell that is let's go look for that Uh, you know and and it's interesting because you talk about that part was subtle well you want to know what wasn't subtle Donald Pleasance. Donald Pleasance oh, was not God. subtle oh, at God. all. 
<laughs> there's there's oh, a torn up. lot to that guy. <laughs> oh man, it's it's like he was in that episode of uh, Star Trek where they're back in ancient Rome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the level he that's the level of the room when Donald Pleasance is on screen. <laughs> I don't know all other. I, yeah, yeah, it's so true. Like, I do not know if the directors told the, the director told him anything, or if it was just like, "Well, you're Donald Pleasance, you do whatever the fuck you want," <laughs> and he did. I think yeah, he's, like, he's in like Caligula, and everyone else is in this movie. <laughs> yes. Actually, have we checked? Is Donald Pleasant listed in Caligula? Caligula, <laughs> and he just didn't make the cut. And they made the movie out of it? Deleted scene. Deleted. What was the line he had? Something like, uh, oh, there's my disgusting wife. Oh, yeah. That was the best line of the movie. It's got his wife that he just hates. Like it's a, it's this it's a weird weird subplot that that Donald Pleasance hates his wife. She hates him, and she just messes around with all of the gladiators in the court. There, yeah. There's my disgusting wife. Did you give your character the satisfaction he needed? And then he laughs. And it is it is progressive for its uh, LGBTQ uh, mm. um, for mm-hmm. 1987 uh, themes. I'll, I'll give it that. I think if there's deleted sex scenes, you lose points <laughs> on that. <end>. <laughs> <laughs> it seems progressive until you, it, unless you know that there was supposed to be a three minute scene after that that uh, <laughs> was less progressive. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't some. Well, Oh, the whole <laughs> volcano thing. Is, is that just because they didn't know how to end the film? And they're like, like yeah. this. Yeah, it felt it like well, this could come out of nowhere. I think vignettes, uh, Nick had said vignettes, and that that's kind of sums up the feel of the movie. It's like there isn't a really cohesive plot. And it's, <laughs> would you, it's weird to say that for a 79-minute movie that's not tight enough. <laughs> <laughs> Our version 70, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Our version was, I believe it wound up being 69 minutes, and so it's 69, but you know, it's, it's one of those. Yeah, it's 69. Minutes, 69. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the score is extra high for that. Because, <laughs> yes, we watched the uh, uh, Prime, Prime, who is not a sponsor of the show and they should be, is uh, that's where we watched watched ours. Uh, 69 minutes, and uh, and again, still feel felt a bit padded. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> because well, and and the volcano sequence at the end has got to be what 15 minutes. Oh, so uh-huh. go I was going to say two and a half hours. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say two and a half hours of the 69 minute run. And, <laughs> and calling that a scene is stretching it a bit because it's just people running and stuff falling down. Cut to us. A volcano. I mean, uh, that obviously not filmed for this film. So yes, I, I I have it in front of me. Fifty-five minutes is when they're like, "Hey, it's a bit hazy out. Uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of smoky and hazy. Is this okay?" So, uh, so yeah, so uh, fourteen fourteen minutes, <laughs> which is a huge of a percentage. Yes, yes. For, for this volcano to show up it only kills the bad guys. Yes. <laughs> Everyone else just walks away. Targets the bad guys. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. By the way, uh, for a film called Warrior Queen, I'm not saying she did no fighting, but uh, there was not (laughs) much fighting from Civil Danny. 
and the quality of the fighting we did see made you glad for that. Because <laughs> I was also I questioning mean, whether I, she was a queen of some sort. Well, I thought she was, she was bad in her fighting. What was that one we saw? Panther Squad? I thought that was some bad <laughs> choreography in her fighting. This was even worse, dude. The one in the opening sequence where they're trying to seal her, her, you know, what do you call it? Their chariot or whatever she's in. Yeah. And, and she beats off those two guys. And I don't mean that <laughs> the way it sounded. Uh, you just beats wish. up those guys. <laughs> I just was, now, now this movie would have gotten a 10 in memorable moments if that would be the case. But, uh, yeah, ancient Rome. You can't make a Freudian slip in ancient Rome. <laughs> How do you possibly have a movie with this much nudity and, 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 and of all the people that are stay clothed? Uh, well, yeah, obviously they did not have the budget to, to get her to take her top off for the, for, and then, and then reuse it 17 times. I, Right. You know, right. the, the nudity in this was quality. I, I, I yeah. mean, sure, we didn't get Simul Danning. That would have been better. But we got a lot. There was oh, quite a lot. Got a lot. There was, I mean, there was, a, there was a couple of, there's a couple of awkward nude scenes, but where, uh, it, it's, where like, you know, there's beautiful women, uh, beautiful women who are completely naked, but they're also being sold as slaves. So it's a bit of a, <laughs> it's a mixed bag there. That is yeah, part of the course so of the genre, scene. though. <laughs> but yeah, no, the the woman who's the real lead of the film, oh my goodness, when she went and and, and got it all off, I I went. This is so ten, uh, ten and something. <laughs> which which one of uh, I, I actually couldn't remember like I couldn't remember any of the names. So which one is Samantha Fox play? Uh, Philomena is what she's credited as, but I actually don't remember whether mm. that's the main. The main woman, or like the, I don't think that was the main woman. I, I, I don't think she was the she's main. Like woman. The, she's like the pal. She's like the the, yeah. the friend who the friend who's like you know goes on double dates with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one yeah. who also doesn't get naked, but is clearly never wearing a bra. Yeah, it, she was a she was an adult film star, not Samantha Fox. Not not the singer. Not the singer. Not the singer. Yes. Not the singer. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know what? It might have been that. It might. She might have also been the one who was uh, uh, just what was it? Uh, she she liked to hang out with the slaves and be sold as a slave because she liked the sex. But oh she yes, I, I, I do. She actually yeah, wasn't. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That is I think her. that's who. The, the I think that's who she was. You are correct. You are correct, sir. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, is a weird character choice. <laughs> hey, I just I just like the sex. I can't get it any other way. So slave, it's kinky. <laughs> and then I'll do the kinky stuff, slave stuff, and then uh, then I'll go home. <laughs> it, it is a weird character, <laughs> for sure. Well, you know, I mean, this this movie does have weird. It, yeah. D- yeah. <laughs> Let's find out just how weird. All right. Uh, ready for scoring here? I Oops, think so. For me. All right. Wait, what did this film teach you? Oh, this film teach me. I, I I learned a tremendous amount about ancient Rome that I didn't know before, and the kind of thing you can't learn in books. Um, <laughs> Particularly in research. I, I learned learn that uh, that uh, catching doves and um, oh, arm wrestling and and arm wrestling, you know, against uh, you know against spikes that are poisoned, which 
uh, you know, none of these things are ways to impress Sybil Danning. So if you're if you're taking notes at home, those aren't the things. I learned all gladiatorial sports are unnecessarily complicated. <laughs> yeah, I learned I learned Donald Pleasance was subtle in Halloween. <laughs> That's the understated Donald Pleasance. I saw THX one one three eight, so I already knew that. <laughs> all right, uh, our search. All right, that's what the film talks. All right, in the search for an ultimate B movie, we rate each film in five categories, none of which is objective quality. The first one is called Schlock Appeal. We start with Stan. Well, I'll give you a hint. In the search for the ultimate B movie, Warrior Queen will not be it. But <laughs> it's. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's a weird movie because of the fact that it is vignettes and because it isn't really cohesive in any way. And and it's and it's I don't actually think it's the easiest movie to watch. So I can't say that I'm going to give it a high score. I think I think it's six, just because it includes so much weird stuff, but it's not that much fun. Yeah, uh, I, I'm going a little higher. I'm I'm going with a seven. Just because they obviously had a film with nudity and went, you know, we can't release this, but, well, let's slap a title on there like Warrior Queen and sell it as something else. Uh, that's schlocky, Seven. It's, uh, it's more sleazy than schlocky. Um, not necessarily quite the same things. It's more, yeah, more, and it's not really, you're not laughing, you're not enjoying it because it's so bad. It's just bad in one of those makes you shake your head and wonder what the hell we're, is, is, what the hell, just in, in general. Um, but you can't deny these, it, it's, it's got a quality. It, it's, it's definitely a B movie. It's a cult film. It's all this stuff. I'll give it a six as well. I think that the packaging and the and the idea of this movie is better than any of the execution. Um, I think I started this on uh, Prime like three times and stopped watching it, and then uh, and then it got added to the season. I'm like, I, I guess I'll see the end of this now. Um, so so I think that everything draws you in, uh, but it doesn't necessarily st- stick the landing. Uh, seven for me as well. And I say as well, that's what Nick gave, that's what Nick gave it. Um, so our next category is called More Heart Than Budget, and uh, I couldn't find a budget. A nickel. I, nothing. I, I couldn't find anything. I, there's very little trivia about this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the, well, yeah, I, I have a hard time with this one. This one is so slapdash, you know, put together. Like, oh, it's Pompeii, it's... Um, you know, we've got a whole bunch of stock footage of, uh, you know, volcano erupting and yeah, we're going to put Sybil Danning and we're going to do some stuff and everybody's going to look bored, uh, for, um, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a, a two entirely on Donald Pleasant's performance. Um, <laughs> that's true. Donald no, Pleasant's never looked bored. to be in this other than Donald. Yeah, it's just a, a sword and sandal movie when those, these things are super hot at the time. So, I mean, it's just, it felt like it went into production just purely based on that. Uh, for what they were doing, for what they tried to do and wanted to do, they did it well enough for what they were doing, I suppose. But 
I, I'll also give it a four as well. <laughs> I, I think I, I think all of those things, but the uh, I think the costuming and the set design was uh, was pretty well done. I mean, it if if you told me it was left over from another film, it would not at all surprise me. But I think uh, I think that that element uh, had uh, some quality to it. I, all I had to assume the, that it was left over <laughs> all the way up to a five Ooh. for me. Uh, what the fuck moments? Yeah, I, I think that, you know, it's an interesting one because there's, I don't feel like there is a lot of what the fuck other than the the fact that the story makes no real sense. And we've said that a million times about any of these movies. There's a couple of random little points. Like there's, I think there's a point during one of the scenes where there is a, where there is a little person and they cut away to like the same shot of him like <laughs> laughing about three times in it. And that's like, whoa, that's, that's kind of weird. But, um, and, and just the, you know, the gladiator scene, some of the, some of the, just the fact that they take the story towards this, you know, this couple. And there's this one point where, so, so our slave girl and our slave boy that fall in love, and they have this point where they kiss, and I swear it looks like they've never kissed anybody in their lives, because <laughs> it, it looks like they're, they're trying like to, like, trying to eat her, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, like it's like they're mangling their mouths against each other and doing weird things. And I'm like, see, that's that's very out of place. But um, but yeah, for the most part, I don't consider this terribly. What the fuck? I don't consider it much at all. Uh, five. Yeah. Um, that this was tough just because I don't know what this movie was supposed to be. Um. For something to be out of place, it has to have a place to go in the first place. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean this this movie is just sort of on. You know, those Romans were decadent and violent and naked, and they liked their whores. The end. Um. Yeah, I I can't go high for the. Uh... <laughs> The the slaves seem to have an awful lot of freedom here, didn't they? <laughs> they do seem to wander around a lot. Kind of, they're slaves. They just wander around, and and the same the gladiators had a lot of like who technically are also slaves. They seem to have a lot of freedom, and uh, you know, do whatever they want. Uh, that that's WTF. There's a WTF vibe to the movie, as you say, which but that flows more into crazy concept, I suppose. And yet, that doesn't seem too crazy either. It's just a WTF vibe because you, it's unlike anything else, but there's not like moments really that stick out. So I only got a three on this. Yeah, I think I think confusing more than what the fuck <laughs> yes. a lot of the stuff is. Yeah, I think the freedom aspect can be explained is they were in a slave area for the entire movie. It's like a slave neighborhood or something. But I mean, it's, yeah. But I mean, if someone comes in and pays for the friggin' show, like they have an audience. So, so I don't, I don't know. Oh yeah, and they go on a picnic. An audience yeah. from another movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, only only a four for me as well. Uh, memorable moments. Well, now, so this is an interesting one for me because three months ago I watched this movie. And when it was brought up as Warrior Queen, I, I was thinking to myself, hey, I wonder 
uh, you know, I, I wonder which movie that is. And I went and was like, oh, I don't remember this movie at all. I do. I did watch it. And then I started watching it and I was just like, oh, this is the one where Donald Pleasance goes completely off his rocker and does weird shit. And nothing else happens. And so I didn't remember anything, but now I can pretty much say that I'll just remember Donald Pleasance going off his rocker and doing weird shit. So I'm going to give it a two. Now, I did miss the fact that in What the Fuck's the, the Warrior Queen poster art, uh, which is amazing and has absolutely nothing to do with the movie. It's Boris, isn't it? Yeah. It does have the characters, the characters in the movies. But I believe it's a Boris. <laughs> yeah, sure, but Boris. they don't look like the characters in the movie. You know? No, it's like, it's like that uh, original, it's, uh, it's like that original Star Wars poster that makes it look like a, like a sword and sorcery epic. Yes, that's right. Uh, <laughs> it's got it's almost the same pose too, actually. <laughs> it's the Conan pose. The... Um, yeah, I have to say, I actively was forgetting this movie while watching it. So yeah, two. <laughs> while watching it, I love that. <laughs> forgetting the movie. While watching it. You could have rewound like, the movie and be I, like, I, hey. kind of like throwing like spaghetti, spaghetti against the wall. It just, yeah. it'll stick for a second, but it's not going to stay up there for the full two hours. Or movie 69 movie minutes. If you're forgetting it during it. Uh, that way we explain why I didn't understand the ending to seven. Um, let's see. Uh Memorable. The chicks are smoking hot. So uh-huh. I'll might remember that. Three? <laughs> I'm going to remember it was that movie about Pompeii, and that's really, really rough. Business. <laughs> that means the entire rest of the movie is going to go away, I think. Uh, two. Can raise a concept. <laughs> well, here's the interesting thing. So I guess it was probably about, you know, five or eight you know, eight years ago or whatever, that they released the movie called Pompeii. And I actually do view this as a as a better movie about Pompeii than that <laughs> one. <laughs> I think I've seen that and remember less of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah. Oh, Jeez, I mean, this is this right here. What do you talk about crazy concept? It's just like, wow, we're going to, it's it's the ultimate in not crazy concepts. I mean, it's it's a sword and sandal movie that has no actual storyline where you've thrown nudity into it. It's Chuck Vincent doing what Chuck Vincent does, which is just, you know, put tits on the screen. Um, I zero. Uh, yeah, this is a. Uh, this is a genre of film that uh, I don't know the the concept of this genre at this time, I believe was let's put sex and violence on the screen, but somehow they made it boring with this one. Um, which is, yeah, well, I guess that should have been in WTFs. Uh, yeah. Uh, one. Hmm. I, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm a little more generous. See, this is a movie back in the day. Like, I wanted to see this movie, but they used to have, like, there were video stores, and you'd be able to rent R-rated movies once you got to, usually about age 10, you'd be able to get an R-rated movie. And then there were certain films which video stores would put their own stickers on going, rated 
R, must be 18. And this was one of those banned movies. And so I always wanted to see it as a kid, and I could never see it. It was, it was banned until you were 18, virtually everywhere. And I could see why. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a choice for all the nudity. Uh, a two. <laughs> I, I, I think you're rating the VHS box, not the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> VHS box is totally memorable and everything, so. Yeah. Uh, it's uh it is called Warrior Queen and features a and does not feature a warrior queen. Uh so uh three. It's a little less. <laughs> we we never mentioned that the the one good fight she's in, she decapitates a, a guy uh, mm-hmm. in in like one of the worst decapitation shots I've ever seen in a movie. Pretty she just like movie. Yeah, she just wha- like basically whacks his head off with the side of a sword. <laughs> Uh, three. All right, that brings us to the end of the votes, and uh, it does gain an extra minute, an extra one out of 100 for being under 80 minutes, uh, which it will need. (laughs) (laughs) It uh, comes to an irrespectable uh, 37 out of 100, tying it with both Space Rage, which I do not remember what that is, and Ramblin' Man. Is, is Space Rage the uh, the the Michael Paré movie, or is or is it the? Yeah, maybe. I think it might have uh, <laughs> been, but what was the other one? Ramblin' Man. Yeah. That Ramblin I remember Man. at least. Yeah, yeah at least I remember Ramblin' Man. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's, it's, uh, it's correct. The Michael Paré and uh, and the guy from Anna Green Gables. So uh, this this movie, which does have a cult following, it's movie and it's on Amazon Prime and it's got that memorable poster that. Y'all remember from the VHS days? What a disappointment that it comes in at this score. Well, I know. What a surprise, really. Oh no, no. If 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 I went in just based on that poster, I would I was I was expecting high marks all around and yeah. did not get it. Well, I mean, this is the kind of case where you think of Deathstalker two. Where it's just like, you're like, this is what you're wanting is Deathstalker, Deathstalker 2. And suddenly you're left with this, this confusing little haphazard movie where they just slap shit on the screen and barely bothered to use Sybil Danning except for her like kind of gl- like glowering at uh, Donald Pleasance. <laughs> I mean, for a movie that has Sybil Danning and Donald Pleasance to score this low. Yeah. That's crazy. But we, we should yeah. be able to sue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, but if I had been able to watch this back in the day in the VHS era, if it hadn't been banned and I had seen it, I wouldn't have cared how bad it was. I would have been so enamored with the nudity level that I would have been very happy with it. So and I agree with that. I guess fully. I, that's, yeah, I guess that means I've matured. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does sort of get. Uh, bonus points because I mean it's just not like you know a tip shot if anyone gets movie naked in this movie they get fully naked and yeah. have scenes well yeah and and that's a Chuck Vincent staple right there and that's the thing because like, he, he's a playboy channel director I mean that's so I get it but that's the that's we, actually now that you mentioned that are we absolutely sure this has no connection to Caligula 
you know, I think the problem comes down to, like, that's why this isn't such a crazy concept, is because you took all of these things that should have been amazing and completely squandered them by doing nothing with it. Yeah. I mean, we don't insist on a lot of stories, but some is... Yes, yes, yes. Jim? Let's do some business and then get into some business. All right, well, we're the Call Film Showdown. We're on Patreon. Look us up. You can support what we're doing. Uh, we're, we're looking at doing some exclusive content that'll come out uh, to our Patreon folks. Uh, and, uh, we're trying to build a community there. We're also on YouTube and, uh, you know, find, subscribe, like, comment, uh, tell us you don't like our funny voices. Uh, and, uh, also, uh, you can, we're on Instagram, Call Film Showdown. And we're sponsored by WeTalkPodcast.com. That is the home of the Octagon, where you can see the whole record of our search for the Ultimate B-Movie, which is over a 100 films now that we have uh, we have rated. And uh, WeTalkPodcast has a Twitter, and they have a Facebook. That's right. We're taking the, we're taking the bullets so you don't have to. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. right. Now it gets to one of my favorite posts. Always of the of the every season. One of my two favorite parts. Here we oh, go. Yeah, Do we have Jim Raider? Oh, the Jim Raider's not. I, I completely forgot we were doing this. I Jim Raider. I'm going to. I, I wonder what I'm going to suggest. Next season. Yeah, I, wa- I wonder what my idea is. <laughs> it's true. I'm <laughs> I glad I had one kind of kicking around. If you come up first, you will do it. I will indeed. I, I would never go against the generator. Has anybody else forgotten? Well, I didn't remember that we were doing it either, but I, I had one that, that I'm that I'm good with. Yeah, I didn't remember either, but I do have one in the hopper. Jack, Jack certainly got the edge. Here. I felt bad. Jack certainly no got wonder the edge. Jack remembered. When I said, let's do some business, and then we can do some business, no wonder you guys sounded confused. You're like, what's he talking about? It's like, what? Uh, I always sound like that, though. <laughs> it's our silly voices. That's the problem. Well, well, as it happens, Jack, the Jam Raider has put you up first. Oh, okay. Well, guys, I don't know about you, but I don't want any 37s. I want to guarantee that we get, uh, like, at least four movies, at least four movies in the 80 range, if not all eight. In, in, in all eight, at least in the 70 range. I only know one way to do that. And it is something we've been avoiding, and I, I don't know why. Uh, we haven't done a single movie from the studio, but let's face it. If we cannot look into the catalog from Troma and find ourselves eight movies that score high, then we don't deserve to be watching cult films at all. <laughs> let's have ourselves a traumatic season. Mm, traumatic. I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Nick's just gonna skip coming up. Uh, yeah, let's just do that. I'm waiting for the generator. Generator. Oh, it's me. All right. I uh, okay. So I'm thinking of all of the things that, uh, that that have done well on the show that we have enjoyed doing. What I enjoy watching out of competition, and. Uh, I named this after it's a reference to the uh, the Tick comic book. I don't believe this was ever used in the cartoon or in the in the t- various TV shows. Uh, the the original storyline of the Tick comic book was called Night of a Million Zillion Ninjas. So this mm. is an all ninja season. Mm. That's what I'm 
I could also do that. <laughs> and Jim Reed. Uh, Stan. All right. Well, I call this one, uh, and, and I was worried. I, I got worried that uh, Jack was going to steal my idea there for a second, but I call this one looking down the barrel of a gun because uh, I want to do canon. We've uh, we've done some canon movies, but there's no doubt that canon is uh, rife with uh, quality for this show, and I'd like to do eight good canon movies. All right. Do we have to generate with only one person? <laughs> yeah, 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 I just have to click, keep hitting the random generator until it hits two. Uh, there you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, I'm calling this season Balls to the Walls, boys. And... I, I think my concept is no concept. We all bring the most schlocky big movies that we have in our catalog and just go on an all out. Let's get in the top five <coughs> nuts season ever. Just blow it all out. Empty the reserves. And whoever gets the highest uh, score gets to pick the next season after. So the All stakes right. are high. All right. Uh, it's, it's interesting. Um, I think we'll just go, we just go through uh, our normal role for uh, voting here. Sure. Or do we get Murray for that? I can't remember. No, just go through. Or just, right. you know, just say stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to say I, that uh, that one of the other ideas I was going to pitch was canon films, so I'm going to vote for canon films. Um, I, I'm going to vote for ninjas. Uh, I was going to vote for ninjas, but I think the canon uh, will give you ninjas. Uh, idea will include in, in, include mostly ninjas, <laughs> so uh, canon. Well, I think the problem with canon for me is we've already we've already taken off three or four of the most uh, you know the most uh, schlocky already. So, uh, not that there isn't a whole bunch there, but uh, boy, I'm disappointed. No votes for tra- trauma. We have never done a trauma film. I think the problem over the problem for me with trauma is that every time every time I try to watch some of the like odd like not quite trauma movies that they that they're distributing I don't really find them particularly good and then the trauma ones are almost again they're almost too self-referential and so they feel like this is what this is exactly what they're made for yeah I, I think, think it'd be interesting to see how one would score but uh, I guess we're doing Canon so uh, yeah that's all right we'll find ourselves some Canon I think you could better come up with a, a better uh, a better idiom with the word canon than looking down the barrel of a gun. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> it's, it was, I was trying to find one. Honest, honestly, I was uh, the thing is I came up with it uh, ten seconds before I had to talk because I forgot that we were doing it in the end, and it was just from watching Death Wish movies that I was just like, hmm, canon. We should do canon. I'm, I'm, I'm also watching the uh, the canon era of uh, Chuck Norris, and there's a couple of those that are great. Uh, <laughs> All right, yes. canon films it is, and, I, and and in our tradition, we're gonna we're gonna forget and rename the season three or four times anyway. That's that's right for sure. <laughs> that's that's pretty much uh, 
business as usual. <laughs> yes. Well, all right. Well, anyways, next season or next season is next season, whatever the hell it's called. Um, this season carries on. Sibilance carries on with Chained Heat coming up next episode. So uh, please tune in for that. Uh, does anyone have anything else to say before we go away? Apparently not, which is excellent. So, for Jim, and for Jack, and for Nick, I am your host, 8th Dan Stanadu, and thanks for listening to the Cult Film Showdown. My lovely highness, I know we cannot hope to compare with the marvels of Rome. We have very little to offer here, except for little perhaps an occasional uh, diversion. <laughs> And to that end, my lovely highness, my beautiful highness, mistress to the esteemed Titus, the greatest Caesar Rome has ever known, we have spared no expense. We have prepared a very special little contest, your lovely highness, for your viewing pleasure. Fighter who falters shall find himself doubly doomed. The spike shall enter his hand, and the poison shall enter his bloodstream. Loved me once. I've loved many women once. Uh. <laughs>